Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. So today's guru is Mr. Justin Mark. So Justin, hello. Good day. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, cheers. Well, thank you for coming. Thanks. So, Justin, you said that what we're going to speak about today is creating a massive social circle, or should I say a high-quality social circle. Most importantly, yep. you said hanging out with celebrities. That sounds fascinating. So, the, the big thing for me personally is um, what I do is I do club promoting. So, when I say club promoting, specifically, I'm a VIP host. So, what my job is, is let's say, you know, a high-level, you know, rapper or some shit comes to my city of Toronto. My job is to bring them hot girls, essentially. My girl is to make sure that the table, the booth, has a lot of attractive women in there. So that way, it does look like a high-quality party, not just some low-level party. Now, in doing so, what that has allowed me to do is learn the skills of cold approach at a very fine-tuned level and meet the hottest girls anywhere I go and make sure they're having fun, enjoying the, you know, environment and vibe. And it also allows me to network with a lot of very high-level dudes. So right now, I'm actually in South Africa. I'm on a world tour. I just, in the past month, I was in LA, went to the Philippines, went to Dubai, went to Europe. I'm in Africa. We're in Cape Town right now. I'm actually with uh, my good friend, Lewis, who runs a show called To Catch a Cheater on YouTube. They have almost like 3 million followers. And I'm with my good friend, Brad, who's another really pickup coach. Um, I was actually just living in LA with my good friend, Adrian G, who's got almost like 2 million subscribers on YouTube. And in the Philippines, I actually went there because my friend Jamie Zhu, who's a massive content creator, um, he does kind of like pranks and entertainment and vlogs. He's got, um, I think, like six and a half million followers across all social media platforms. He's a really big um, creator. So one, one interesting thing is, you know, I feel like when you hit a certain level in your kind of pickup career, I guess you'd call it, you're, you don't want to like experience higher levels. So I started hanging out with guys who are literally famous. And realizing my game was like on par, if not better, than a lot of these guys. It's really fucking cool um, to see how, you know, learning pickup and learning social circuit game allows you to just develop such a strong ability at attracting women, networking, and social awareness. All right. So, how exactly then do you leave? How exactly do you go about, say, when you're you're running these parties or when you're working for these parties and you have to get loads of hot girls to the table? What exactly do you do in order to make that happen? How do you get the hot girls at the table with these rappers? I mean, so it's actually just cold approach, right? It's just cold approach pickup. So you got to realize that, you know, cold approach is pretty much in everything in your day to life from, you know, ordering a sandwich at your favorite restaurant. You know, you do have to use your social skills, um, which is something you would learn from, you know, the journey of going out to cold approach. But also it's, it's funny because like, you know, it's the same thing as talking to a girl in the club. You just have to go approach her. You have to, you know, man up, <laughs> realize that, you know, she's just a girl. Um, and she has purposely made herself look very attractive, high heels, makeup, and that kind of thing to, you know, attract guys. And, you know, not every girl is even going to want the opportunity. And, you know, I want to hold it against them. It's their loss. The way I see it is if a girl doesn't want to join your party, that fucking sucks, man. There's a lot of other women who do want to join your party. So, you know, as you go about your day, you know, day game, maybe you're in school, maybe you're on your way to work or whatever, and you see attractive women, you can approach them and then invite them to, you know, parties you may be hosting. 
right? Mm-hmm. Or parties you may even be going to, right? And it could be anything from a low level party to you going out to the bar with your friends, right? It's, it's really about bringing people into your reality, into what you're doing, into your fun, into your vibe, okay? And from there, um, <laughs> you have a lot of options because, you know, let's say you're going out every single day to meet women. And let's say you even approach a few girls a day, right? At the end of the week, that could be dozens and dozens of women, right? So every weekend, let's say you throw a party once a week. I'd, I'd say every any guy should be going out at the minimum like three times a week. But, you know, let's say on average, you throw one party a week. I mean, for me personally, I do at least one party a week. What you should be doing is, you know, all the leads you get, all the people you meet, you know, direct them towards these events and these parties. And that will allow you to get an amazing fucking experience um, every weekend, essentially. So in Toronto, one of my roommates is a male stripper. I'm a club promoter. One of my other roommates does porn. And between the three of us, we just throw crazy fucking parties every weekend. And from these high-level parties, you can turn it into whatever you want, right? You get a really good after party, if you know what I'm saying. You could um, even use the parties to become a date. So, you know, it's funny. I actually had just simply slid into a girl's Instagram DMs, right? Invited her to my club. Invited her to have this cool experience with me. Lil John was there. And he's actually like rapping on the mic and that kind of thing. And he's also DJing. And she gets to come on this like kind of little date with me where she gets my individual attention. It's this high value party, VIP experience, skip the entire line, um, come to my table, drinks all night. And you know what's funny? It doesn't cost me anything. Further than that, I actually make money, you know, throwing these parties, which is funny enough. Okay, and the entire vibe could be a date. So with this one girl, I'm thinking of Taylor, is a girl I, I was seeing earlier this year. Our first date was actually at the club, right? But then the weekend before that, it was just these crazy parties. So it can actually be whatever you want it to be. Really, what it is about, it's about having you know these individual connections with many different people, whether it be men or women. So any guys in the party, you know, you're gonna assume that they're high value dudes um, who are you know killing it, entrepreneurial goals, or you know whatever it is they do. You're going to assume that they're, you know, crushing it if they're actually even in your party. If you are doing like VIP parties specifically, right? So the way we do it is to even get into these parties, you kind of need to be someone or have some sort of connection. So it's kind of just assumed anybody in that environment is already cool. So any of the guys there, you know, it's going to be really easy to make friends with them because if you're a high value male, you can track who you are just by being that party. You're going to be able to make friends with these guys as well. Okay. But then further than that, even doing like a social circle type approach, is really easy because in the same way, all the women are assuming you're a high value male just because you're part of that environment. I hope that makes sense to you, Karen. So, you know, to anybody watching, best way to do this is just go out and start meeting girls and start trying to throw parties, right? I've been doing this for about, probably about six years. Um, and it's fucking crazy how like, just to build it throwing parties, teaches you so many other skills, such as just like high value networking, high value social circles and it's allowed me personally to travel around the world with you know celebrity youtubers and just make friends with like some of the biggest content creators you can meet right a few months ago i was actually in vidcon in la los angeles california okay, okay. Hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on i've got i've got to ask you some questions and i'm yep, trying to sure. get yeah yeah okay this is all very interesting but before i forget all right so you go out you do cold approach you meet loads of people maybe dozens of people a day however many it is and you constantly put on these parties now these parties are they like house parties are they in bars clubs or or does that vary? so when i started out it was house parties it was frat parties um when i started out i was like 18 right so i joined a fraternity in college and we were doing like frat parties right but you know the same 
it's, it's kind of like a skill more than you know an actual concept if that makes sense so it could be house parties it could be bars it could be clubs so i've moved all the way up from you know doing frat parties to doing you know street ticket sales like selling tickets for club events on the street which is believe it or not fairly profitable right <laughs> so it's good money too but then i've moved all the way up to doing like vip nightlife hosting at the number one rated super club in Canada and also living in Los Angeles, California and having a social circle of, you know, famous YouTubers I hang out with. Okay, 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 got it. So, when you meet the people who you do the cold approach on, who you cold Mm -hmm. approach, what do you do then to make sure that they actively want to go to these parties? So, for the person who's listening, there's some guy who's listening right now, he's in Paris, right? And he has absolutely no idea of the steps. So you say, okay, cold approach and then invite them to a party. But how does this guy who's in Paris, who doesn't really know much about cold approach, he's kind of at the start of his journey, who really needs help. How does he meet a woman, talk to her and then get her into a place or even a man, for instance, where she actively gives enough of a crap about you that when you say, oh, I've got a party this Saturday, they go, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to go to that. So how do you how do you accomplish that? So first of all, it's by offering value. And offering value isn't just through the party that you're offering, but it's through your own personality, your own demeanor, your own vibe. So if you're not developed of a person, that's your first issue, right? If you're some overweight, poorly dressed, you know, dude who doesn't do any level of socializing at all, people don't really want to be around you. So it does come to carrying yourself with a high degree of class, dressing well. Um, dressing like appropriate for whatever kind of life you want to live and then also like having the social skills for whatever kind of life you want to live so constantly developing yourself being the gym being on good habits and really just you know being a man who's on your fucking purpose okay okay, okay. so let, let, let's let's drill down into some of this stuff because again some of the people who are listening i get what you mean but they probably wouldn't so when you say carrying yourself with some sort of class what does that look like against carrying yourself without class so i mean let's look at examples of people who carry themselves as class versus people who don't right a homeless person they probably don't carry themselves to class they don't dress well they don't take care of the hygiene they don't take care of the grooming they don't care, take care of themselves at all whatsoever versus someone who does carry themselves with a high degree class they dress well they shower they get hygiene right they carry themselves with a high level of self-esteem you can see it in their body language and the way they just carry themselves and the way they walk and their demeanor and their face right and they're like kind of subcommunications in their body and their face their body language the way they move you can see okay this is someone this is someone who's you know carry themselves with a high degree of self-esteem right now when you do have a high degree of self-esteem and you you know you're constantly working yourself and you feel proud of who you are you know approaching a hot girl isn't that scary of a thing right when you're constantly improving yourself constantly you know working out constantly like working on your purpose whether it's your business your career or constantly approaching you know attractive women at some point it becomes very simple because you know you lose the fear of rejection and you just go for it and you know not every woman will like you a lot will right maybe not every girl wants to come to your parties hey man it's her loss these are great fucking parties not everybody parties and that's fair okay personally i don't even drink i haven't even drank in a year and a half you don't need to drink to go party you don't need to drink to meet people and be social right you don't need to do drugs you don't need to drink right it's really about socializing that's like the number one you know key to success in this and using your approach to cute girl and push it in the direction that you want so 
if she's liking you, if you're vibing with each other, then you can decide, you know what, you're pretty cool. Yeah, come to this party that I'm throwing on Saturday at this cool venue. And that's how you build these like win-win, you know, connections. All right, so going, going back though. So you said to socialize as much as possible. And you also said that someone, they should work on themselves as well. So I'm some guy right now and I'm in the middle of uh, Nairobi, which I think is in Kenya. And I'm listening to this, it's like, okay, work on myself. So what kind of things would you recommend that this guy in Kenya does to work on himself so he can get to a point where he can just effortlessly meet people and say, hey, I've got this party on this Saturday. And they're like, fuck, I need to go. What kind of work should he be doing? So what's interesting is like, I'm actually in Africa right now. Um, a couple days ago, I was in Ethiopia. I was in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Okay. And it's funny because, like, dude, you got these parties everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter where you go in the world, whether, you know, you're in Dubai or the Philippines or in Ethiopia. It's funny. The entire world, like, has transformed in this environment where there are parties, there are tables, there are nightclubs. I was in a club in Ethiopia that looked very similar to the club I host at back home in Canada. Right? Ethiopia, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the most poorest countries in the world yet they do have a, an exclusive vip nightclub and they have a few of them that you know has a dance floor has tables has booths has bottles and it just has like a high production quality in terms of the venue okay so what you do is you go to the managers the owners of the club the promoters whoever's throwing the party and you let them know hey i want to work with you i'm a promoter i can bring this many people a week i can you know kind of providing this value whether it's you know bringing hot girls or what maybe it's you know bringing high value meals will spend a lot of money on drinks on bottles and that kind of thing so what you want to do is you want to offer value to the venues so that they can give you like a sort of compensation so now they might pay you right I, i'd say what's normal in like vegas or toronto or la is typically they'll pay you either a flat rate per night or they'll pay you ten dollars per head and a commission of sales of you know bottles so it's actually decent money because it does add up. Right? If you bring a hundred people, you can make a thousand dollars per night. Okay, and so it's an interesting thing to do there. But um, also, they're gonna let you in for free. They're gonna let you bring guests in for free. They're gonna give you a table, drinks for free that you can use for your guests, for your high value VIP guests, and it allows you to just create this amazing experience for everybody involved. I hope that makes sense. So it does. Anybody it does. Just, um, it wasn't quite the question I was asking though. So that is a lot of great value. But what I'm really asking is, so if I'm some guy and I am just inherently a shy person, what okay. can I do to build myself up to the point where I radiate this energy that actually makes people want to speak to me? So like what kind of personal development thing should they be doing? You said like, guy should be on his purpose. What does on his purpose mean for the guy who doesn't know? You know, you said um, working out. Okay, that makes sense. Everybody knows what that is. I'm basically asking you, in your opinion, if you've got some guy who's a total newbie and really needs some help, what kind of work would you be doing? Like, let's say if you're a personal trainer, it's like, okay, we're going to work your biceps, mm. we're going to work your calf, biceps, well, your chest, we're going to have you on the bench press, we're going to have you doing push-ups, blah, blah, blah. What sort mm. of do you suggest that men do in order to work on themselves in general so that when they actually go out and try to socialize, they seem cool? 
So there's like a million and one different little exercises you can do. But what I teach on my YouTube channel is cold approach pickup, which means the art of going out, talking to strangers. And, you know, it sounds like a very simple thing, but it's actually very scary, right? When you go out, you feel like, you know, an unknown environment and you're approaching random people, approaching random women, even men, and, you know, socializing with them. It can actually be a scary thing, especially for someone with social anxiety. It can almost feel like life or death. And my recommendation is you go out, try to almost embarrass yourself in public, um, get rejected, go approach people, make friends, you know, do awkward social exercises to get every comfort zone. So you desensitize yourself to what people think about you. You don't want to, you know, you just don't want to be the guy who's caring about people's judgment. You don't want to be the guy who's, you know, worried about what people think about him. So you want to develop yourself to just completely be, you know, resilient. Now, there's a lot of things that would match this, such as getting a sales job, right? That would teach you the exact same skills as cold approach pickup, right? Maybe becoming a club promoter, like a, ta- a low-level club promoter, like doing ticket sales and that kind of thing. That's a great recommendation I would recommend to anybody starting out on this journey because that forces you to level up your social skills so fast. You'll have to approach women, you'll have to approach men, you'll have to learn how to kind of do business deals on the spot and it really forces you out of your comfort zone. And you know, that really does make your game, your demeanor, your personality a lot more developed and a lot more charismatic. So if you are shy, the biggest thing I would recommend is doing this and practicing it every single day. What I would recommend is doing the 30 day challenge, which means going out every single day for 30 days. That's how I personally started my journey. When I first started, I realized, you know, if I want to get real results, I need to be consistent, which means going out every single day. So you could start with a 30 day challenge. Personally, I didn't really finish my 30 day challenge. I continued it. So I've gone out every day for over three and a half years. Okay. I also did something called no fap. This is really big because it increases your energy. Um, I haven't, so anyone who follows like the no fap community knows that no fap is the, I guess you could say the art form of self celibacy. So it's okay to become intimate with women, but you know, (laughs) masturbating in the bathroom is not okay if you're on no fat, right? And so essentially what this allows you to do is increase your energy, increase your um, testosterone is what they say. And I've noticed it's done a ton for my life. So I've gone out every single day for three and a half years. I haven't missed a day and I've been on no fat for three and a half years. Uh, I think since like March 2016. And, you know, in that time, I've traveled to like 30 plus countries, become friends with a bunch of like incredible people, millionaires, YouTube celebrities, um, made hundreds of thousands of dollars and got insane results um, in the bedroom when it comes to meeting women in my dating life, in my social life and in my career, right? So it's been fucking crazy to see the level of results you can get in just a few years just by having these really good habits and taking massive action. Mm. Can I just add to anyone who's listening that what he's saying is very, very, very true. So it's funny, you started off with a 30-day challenge. I did something a couple of years ago, three years ago, for whenever the fuck it was. It was, <coughs> hold on, <coughs> it was called 100 Women in 50 Days. And that's where I went out and spoke awesome. to two women, attractive women, every day that I was attracted to for 50 days. And I wrote a blog about it and blah, blah, blah. But it's funny that when you do something like that, you... Firstly, you realize that the thing that you're terrified of actually isn't that scary. And that, oh, all of the terrible things that you thought would happen to you over the course of your challenge actually didn't happen. The worst thing that happened to me was this woman said to me, oh, why would I want to talk to you? And then she walked off. That that was literally the worst thing. But then also as well, 
you just you get desensitized and it becomes normal and your comfort zone expands and your comfort zone expands to include something which actually for most people would be this um knee knocking heartbeat pumping activity that they couldn't even you know they couldn't even comprehend and it all just starts from actually just doing it and getting yourself into the habit and into the flow so yeah man what you're saying is very 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 true so my next question to you is then when you're how can i put this so you meet these people do you follow up with them after you've met them like say let's say you meet some woman or you meet a man and you say hey i've got this party and they go they go oh justin's really cool justin seems amazing jesus h christ i want to go to it's all right fine do you follow up with them in between then and the party or do you just leave it at that like what is your what's your ongoing communication like with people who you've met who you're now trying to socialize with so the biggest thing is social media um i mean i used to use facebook but now instagram seems to be the biggest thing where if you meet someone on the street or whatever and you want to change contacts the biggest thing you exchange now more common than a phone number is instagram right especially in most western cities people are going to exchange instagrams so exchange instagram if you guys want to check out my instagram check me out at drunk justin on instagram drunk justin okay check me out and you'll actually see my social media structured so that people can actually join this lifestyle my, my social media if you look at it it's pictures of me traveling it's pictures of me throwing parties with a lot of attractive women and it's story highlights on my instagram where i'm throwing parties and it says hey come join me and then once a week it'll say hey guys what's up we're throwing this party at this place who wants to join so over the course of six months or a year all the people you're meeting all the girls you're meeting all the guys you're meeting they have access to these parties now so you just give them the instructions for the party on your social media story and you also do follow up with them. So after you meet the person, you should, you know, send them a message similar to a text message, but instead it's giving on your Instagram. Hey, it's cool meeting you. We should definitely, you know, hang out on Saturday or whatever. Um, whenever you're in the party, right? So you can tell them, let's hang out this day. Come to this party. Here's the details. And, you know, hopefully they show up. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they don't. If they do, they're going to have a great time. And what you'll find is a lot of the people who do show up to the parties, they become good friends of yours, right? So a lot of the people who I've met through throwing parties have become best friends of mine that I've known for years, right? I met my best friend outside a nightclub and we've been friends for like six years now, right? So it's really crazy to see the level where, you know, as you go out, do cold approach, meet strangers, make friends, and then throw parties. You can build this incredible lifestyle full of amazing people who you know continue to come to your parties because when you do throw parties you're gonna have what you call regulars the regulars are the people who come out every single week to every single party you do right or maybe you throw a party once a month your regulars are gonna come to every single party you throw whether it's you know every day or whether it's you know once a week right you just gotta be careful um, to make sure you have a constant flow of people coming to your parties because you know people eventually you know they stop going to parties right but then you always will have people who do continue going to these parties so you want to find the people who will continue coming to your parties continue hanging out with you because you know those are the people who make the great friendships um those are the people who make the great dating partners as well oftentimes and <laughs> it's really cool because you're always gonna have a great circle of friends to go out with when you're doing this enough and be consistent enough you're constantly gonna have great people coming out with you all right so 
question then for the man in Zimbabwe who's wondering, okay, so you're meeting all of these people and you've got like a really cool, great circle of friends, but how do you then turn that circle of friends into romantic slash sexual relationships with women? How does that actually work? So if you guys go to my Instagram, you'll actually see a few photos of me with like 10, 20 women, okay? Pretty intense, pretty crazy. But funny enough, what I used to do is- Hold on, are we saying 10 or 20 in one picture? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, hold on, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at one now actually, yeah. A picture of Rebel, okay. Yep, so that's the club I host at in Toronto. And Mm. you'll see this, just like photos of me and like tons of chicks, Mm. right? It's funny because, you know, being in a club like that, (laughs) it's like being in that environment, you're in the table, you have security guarding your table so no one can randomly enter. It's just you and like 15, 20 girls. It's almost like you're on a date with 15 or 20 girls at the same time. So literally, instead of doing dates, I just throw parties, at least when I'm back in Toronto. When I'm traveling, of course, I do dates. Or, you know, during the week when I'm not throwing parties, you know, in between working, in between doing like boring laptop work, I'll just have random girls come over for drinks and that kind of thing. Or for like a little casual date or lunch or whatever, right? But, you know, the girls that wouldn't really want to spend time dating alone because I'm not too sure if I like them or not what I do is I just invite them to these parties they come to my table they sit in the booth and I just spend my time picking and choosing my pick of the litter of who I want to go home with that night if that makes sense so so I'm just trying to figure out like so get this right when you're in a table with 15 or 20 women you're literally on a date with like 15 or 20 women at the same time it's the same vibe it's the same kind of dynamic you'd have as if you were you know out to lunch with a girl or you know going for a walk in the park Right. The difference is you're actually sitting at a table, there's drinks involved, so you're actually more loose or the girls are more loose and like more open and free. <laughs> and so you can actually very quickly and effectively figure out who's into you and who's not. Alright. Okay. So, so very I've got, actually now carry on. Have you got more to say? Or No, that's you... that pretty much covers what I had to say. Alright, so what I think well, it's not even what I think. What I know is actually going on. So basically it's like this. For the guy who's listening. What's going on here is that when Justin's got 15 or 20 girls with him um, in this nightclub in VIP, well, the presence of all of these women gives him a lot of, let's call it status. Because one thing about women is that women are very kind of like risk averse. And half of the issue that men have when it comes to attracting women is actually the fact that the woman doesn't know whether or not you're cool. So like as a man, we can just look at women and we can say, she's hot, therefore she has the hot girl value I'm attracted women aren't necessarily attracted to your looks they are to us to some degree but not to a huge degree they need to know other things but when you meet them they don't know if you have those qualities are you funny are you confident you're a high status guy etc 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 that's half the reason why women play hard to get and it's hard to get to know them because they just don't really know that's the reason why celebrities have women just screaming and fainting because they've got immediate value all of the women know that that man right there has the value so when justin is in a nightclub or a discotheque as they say with 15 women at once all of those women they know what women are like so they know hold on we're all women and we don't just like hang out hang around with any kind of loser man that's not the way we roll but this one man who's here with all of us he's obviously a really cool guy and actually he is because well i met him and i thought he was cool and all of these women they seem to like him as well so then the attraction that they all have for you is kind of like amplified and 
you know it's just built 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 because they they're all there and you're the man in that scenario and they can all see other women like you know spending time with you and every time one of those women sees i don't know one girl like giving you subtle little sly signals that most men ignore or don't even see but other women realize oh oh and then when another girl's like i don't know maybe you're spending time with her maybe you've got your hand on her shoulder and the other women get jealous so point i'm making in a slightly roundabout way is that when women see that you're very desired by other women that other women like you that other women trust you etc well it makes them like and trust you as well so it doesn't at all surprise that at the end of the night you'd be kind of picking and choosing who you're gonna go home with because at that point they're probably all competing for your attention anyway like an episode of the bachelor or something Yeah, exactly. So it's literally like being on a dating show. It's freaking crazy because you're kind of just having your pick. There's no other guys around, so there's literally no competition unless you decide to bring a friend, right? One of your male friends. So oftentimes when I do these parties, it's literally just me and like 15 other women. Or for example, when I was with my ex-girlfriend, we would do threesomes. At some point, she convinced me. She's like, "Hey, Justin, like I want to experiment with women. Let's start having threesomes." And I thought that was cool. So we would literally just throw these crazy fucking parties where we do a pre-party at my condo, beautiful lakeside condo next to the clubs, and it would just be us, me and my girlfriend and 10 other girls having drinks with like you know, just me, it's just me and girls. It's pretty crazy. And from there, we can literally just pick and choose what girl we want for the night, right? It's insane. And you know, doing this every weekend, it's like it blows your mind the level of results you can get the amount of crazy crazy sexual experiences you could have or just the amount of fun you could have from this and the amount of growth that can come out of it as well because you just learn what it's like to be around attractive women and how it's just okay to be attracted around attractive women and then when you do decide to go out and do cold approach you know if you meet a girl who's very attractive now you're not awkward you know how to carry yourself you know how to behave around attractive women and all of a sudden these women that you do cold approach they're simply attracted to you cuz you know they could just feel in your demeanor and your vibe this like magnetic energy hope this makes sense yeah makes a lot of sense so another question i've got for you is actually kind of like taking it back a little but so the way you are right now i hear a lot of energy i hear a lot of passion i can tell that you can just kind of talk about this topic probably for like 2 or 3 hours like you know on the day to so speak i can probably talk about that. it all day man all day probably. i mean it is about this bro i believe you you're preaching to the choir but my question to you is so you said like there's loads of growth that comes from all of this and loads of growth that's happened for you but what has that growth been so like what were you like before you stepped into this world Speak to me about Dude, Justin back in the day and how Justin back in the day is now. Insane. Like you would have no idea. Like a lot of people when they meet me, they have no idea about my past. They have no idea about, you know, where I came from socially. So, get this, right? I'm 5 foot 4 and 115 pounds. Okay? Why am I so short? Why am I so small? It's because my social anxiety used to be so bad that I couldn't eat. So, when I was in front of people, at school I wouldn't be able to eat so I wouldn't pack a lunch I would starve myself and stunted my growth permanently okay the anxiety I had that I had like all my life until I you know started this journey 7 years ago it was ruining my entire fucking life <laughs> okay so about a decade ago I did start out on this like kind of personal development journey where I decided to change my life 
um, improve my hygiene, my grooming, my fashion. But I didn't really come across the self-development material that changed my life until about seven years ago. And that's when things really started to snowball effect. And if you look at who I was before, it was an anxiety-ridden person who I couldn't even look people in the eyes. I couldn't hold a conversation, even with my own friends. So I had friends and I wouldn't be able to look them in the eyes, right? It's crazy. And, you know, getting bullied <laughs> growing up, um, that definitely just made it worse. And, you know, it comes this like vicious cycle where when you're passive, people see that and they, you know, pick on those insecurities. When you're shy and awkward, people are going to try to take advantage of you because that's just the world we live in, man. And it's crazy because I was broke as fuck living in my parents' basement and I was rolling burritos for less than minimum wage. So I couldn't even really afford to live. Um, I had no money, super broke. I had a budget of like spending $3 a day on, you know, anything. So I would have to decide between paying for food or paying for bus fare, right? It was crazy, right? And then coming to this material, I've learned how to, you know, transform, not just the way I feel about myself, but the way other people feel when they're around me. So when people are hanging out with me, they just feel this like burst of energy. So when you ask, why do a lot of these like high level people want to hang out with me? Why do a lot of YouTubers want to hang out with me? Why do a lot of uh, just top entrepreneurs, millionaires want to hang out with me? I actually met my ex-girlfriend um, through one of my buddies who's a multimillionaire. He sold his company for like $40 million, right? Why does this guy want to hang out with me, right? We met when I was like 19. Why do these people decide, hey, let's hang out with this Justin guy, right? It's because through socializing and overcoming these, you know, traumas, these negative experiences, these anxieties, these uh, things that were holding back, you know, what, what are we left with? We're left with positivity. We're left with charisma. We're left with charm. We're left with all kinds of just good emotions that people feel when they're around you. Because, you know, there's this funny universal law of nature. People feel what you feel, right? For example, you know, if you were going to go pet like a random dog you see on the street, the dog can feel what you're feeling, right? Like dogs can feel if you're like aggressive or angry and they can also feel if you're friendly, right? People in general are like this as well, right? Animals are like this. Everyone's like this, right? People are going to be reading your communication, your vibe, your body language, the way you're carrying yourself. And if you're carrying yourself with, you know, fun, positivity, of course people want to be around that. That's attractive, right? And so that's, it's a world of difference, man. It's a world of difference learning stuff, implementing into your life, going from someone who's not a charismatic person to someone who is because it'll completely change everything from your income. I, I counted it. I calculated. I literally over a hundred times my income. I over a hundred times my results with women. I hundred times like literally everything in my life, the quality of people around me, uh, the quantity of people around me, just everything just improves. How like, long did it take you to do that? You no, know, it's taken me years, man. Like anything you, you do that you want to get results in and real good results, not like half-ass results. It'll take you years and years and years of your life. And it's an ongoing process that you're never done. Mm. Okay, like, so, right? so what you're saying is then your prescription to achieving this effect is effectively to speak to as many people as is humanly possible, get as many reps in, and no fap. Between, between exactly. that, that's the magic combination. That's, that's my personal magic combination that I would say has had the biggest biggest impact there's other little things such as meditation fitness clean eating nutrition health but the biggest combination i have personally found that's made the deepest impact on my life personally is no fap and going out every single day to speak to as many people as possible all the time 
for the rest of your life. Well, you know, it's interesting. So I've been doing NoFap for 35 days. Um, so I'm literally on day 35 right now. And I'm actually doing the hard mode as well with semen retention. So like no sex, no mess. Great. But I've got this energy flowing through my body, which I haven't felt in a long time. And about a week ago, I remember I was walking through the streets and I was marching, but like, I was walking as fast as it was possible for me to walk, but I couldn't slow myself down. I'm like, why am I walking so fast? Why? You know, and my memory's been improved as well. It's like I feel, firstly, my body's more muscular. I've actually got more muscle tone, which is like lovely. Secondly, I'm lifting more weights in the gym. Thirdly, I feel noticeably more confident. Like there's really, there's really something to this. There really is. So. It's funny, like when you say, oh, okay, no fat is part of the prescription for this. I can totally see how if you if you have some guys a complete newbie and he's just lacking confidence whatsoever, and that guy just completely stops looking at porn and just completely cuts all of that out as well as socializing, that will sort you out eventually. I can totally see that. And actually, another thing I would like to say as well to anyone who's wondering, just in case you're one of those people who's like, why the heck would porn actually bother you anyway? Like, why would that even be an issue? As I understand, maybe Justin, you have a slightly different take. It's basically like this. So when we feel pleasure, our brains basically emit dopamine. It's like, that's the feel goods, chemical, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. But porn is designed to be like the ultimate fantasy that you have. So if you think of like a man, like an average man living 100 years ago, how many sexual partners is he going to have in his lifetime? Maybe A handful, man. Yeah, maybe five. If he's lucky, ten, but probably five. And it's going to be women in his village, and they're all going to be very average, blah, blah, blah. And as a result, there's only, like, so much pleasure or so much dopamine that will be released when he's actually engaging with these women. What porn does is, like, it gives you your ideal fantasy. So if your ideal fantasy is, like, big booty black women, great here's a million big booty big booty black women with perfect lighting doing exactly the specific acts that you like to see and see them again and again and again and again and again and then over a period of time you desensitize yourself once you desensitize yourself well then life just stops being as exciting life stops being as exciting all of a sudden you develop anxiety weirdly dopamine is related to things like anxiety you know your energy levels decrease and whatnot your your drive and your passion all of that falls by the wayside so when you cut that stuff out then all of a sudden over a period of time as your brain reboots and like reforms those nerve endings you crystallize into a much stronger more vivid more passionate more dynamic more charismatic more sensational more awesome uh, have i got any more more spectacular version of yourself so i hear no that's exactly what it is i 100 percent agree and you know cutting out porn years ago because i literally had the worst porn addiction it was it was absolutely terrible where i'd like i'd wake up in the middle of the night fucking like touching myself and stuff right and i was like okay i gotta cut this out and i used the emotional leverage of a breakup i was going through three years ago that was very painful for me at the time to force myself to never ever you know be involved in that kind of stuff again right so no porn um again senior retention is pretty important as well um but I'm, I'm totally okay with like you know normal sex with girls and that kind of thing so i don't do semen retention necessarily but it's almost magnetic when you do 
how crazy and impactful it can be. It's mm. insane, right? And so, yeah, cutting up porn is such a big deal because you know what's crazy? Like, I mean, I haven't watched porn in years, okay? But from what I do remember, <laughs> all the experiences I've had now with women deeply, deeply outweigh any porn I've ever watched. It's fucking crazy to see. When you just go out every single day, meet tons of people, meet beautiful women everywhere you go, the real life experiences you have can actually become your own fantasy reality and you get to live it. It's fucking amazing. Mm. I hear you. I hear you. And I think that is a very good place to end this chat. So I'd like to say thank you for your time. That's number one. Number two, I'd like to say anytime you feel like inviting me to one of your parties, feel free. Feel free. Awesome. Sounds Love like it. a lot of fun. I actually haven't taken a trip to Toronto in a while, so maybe you should sort of. You should have to come too. Come visit, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, so thanks for your time, bro. Thank you to the person who's listening. Awesome. If you've got some great value. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, also, how can people get in touch with you if they want to you know, hit you up or just. So you can follow me on on Instagram at drunkjustin. Like alcohol, like drunk, the word drunk, Justin, you'll find me. Um, you can search me up on YouTube, Justin Mark, M A R C, Justin Mark. Can you can plug those throughout the video or in the description of this video? And that's how you'll find me. I have two channels I've Justin Mark, and then I've Justin Mark, the number two. And also, um, if you also want to find my channel, you can just search up Let's Get Girls. You should be able to find the channel. Anyway, thanks again for having me. It's great chatting with you. Talk to you soon.